Do you ever ask yourself any questions like this? Who am I? Why am I here? Where do I belong? What am I supposed to do? Maybe you have a hard time being positive with yourself about who you are. You are a bit more critical and negative about your character. You're good at lifting up others, but for some reason you usually tear yourself down. You have a hard time sharing accolades about yourself because you don't truly believe or even know your worth. How do I know? Because I've been there too. And I believe most women struggle with this in some form at some point in their lives. However, I think it's time to quit. It's time to stop questioning your identity and start living in it. It's time that you knew with a matter of fact, without a doubt, who you were. That you liked who you were. And you believed you were made on purpose and for a purpose because you were. It's time to identify who you are in Christ. Hey mama, welcome to Red Hot Mindset. Do you want to find yourself again outside of motherhood and clarify your God-given goals? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering how to find simple systems to keep you on track? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel guilty prioritizing your interests over others' needs? Hey, I'm Gabe. I too was a busy working mom who lost herself to motherhood. I sacrificed my own dreams to take care of my kids. I was pulled in a thousand directions with too many to-dos piling up. I desperately wanted to find a way to create simple systems so I could create a work-life balance and be present for my family. I wished I could enjoy interests of my own outside of motherhood, but I kept telling myself I didn't have what it takes, others would judge me, and that me time was selfish. Until I found out a little secret. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. Yours do too. In this podcast, you will discover how to clarify your goals, how to plan with purpose, and how to ditch your distractions and simplify your home so you can find yourself again and turn your passions into purpose. In order to have a red-hot mindset, we need to be willing to step into the fire of refinement so God can mold us into women ready to crush our goals His way. I've learned to use my interest in running to enhance my productivity and spiritual growth. I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Lace up those running shoes and step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. Hey friend, welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I am so excited to have you here. My name is Gabe, I am your host, and I'm thrilled to hang out with you on this Tuesday. Now, before we get started, I if you've been listening for a while, you may have noticed that my Thursday episodes have moved to Friday, uh, and there's a reason for that. I'm still planning on doing two episodes a week most of the time, but I changed it to a Tuesday-Friday publishing. I wanted to have Tuesday be an encouragement for your week. I wanted you to be able to start your week strong with some good motivation and some good challenges and tactics and tips to have a great week to work on your goals, to focus on what you need to do. And then I thought, instead of doing Thursday, I'd love to do an episode on Friday to give you some motivation for the weekend, to really send you off onto the weekend strong and to have some different insights, some different stories and things to get you through. So that is, if you noticed that, that's why just wanted to share it with you. And also, If you, after this episode, if you want to dive deeper and you're ready to build confidence in the gifts God has given you and really develop the why behind your goals, then I encourage you to check out my free course, Uniquely You. 
It's completely free and you can find it on redhotmindset.com forward slash courses. So it's called Uniquely You, redhotmindset.com forward slash courses. What we're going through today is a little bit of a taste of what you'll see in the course. It's a really short and sweet course. It gives you some different worksheets to work through. So you can really identify who God made you to be. What are the giftings he gave you? What are some of the things that he's calling you to? And the course is for you really if you want to dive deeper and discover your greatest qualities and strengths, or if you want to build confidence in the gifts God has given you. It's also for you if you want practical ways to discover your dreams and figure out the true why behind them, which is an important part of having goals and dreams. And you, if you want to become the best role model for your kids so they can learn how to set and attain goals for themselves. Um, so that's that. If you want to, you can head on over to redhotmindset.com forward slash courses to enroll for free. All right, let's get started. As we get started, I want to talk a little bit about what identity means and why it's important to know who you are. So what is the definition of identity? The definition is the fact of being who or what a person or thing is the distinguishing character or personality of an individual, the condition of being the same with something described or asserted. So some cinnamons, 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 cinnamon. <laughs> All right, guys, I am an English buff and I can't say synonyms. Um, but when it comes to identity, synonyms to that is identical and sameness. So identity means the same. But what determines your identity? Lots of things can determine your identity. Uh, your personality traits, your abilities, your likes and dislikes, your belief system or moral code, the things that motivate you. All of these can contribute to self-image or your unique identity as a person. People who can easily describe these aspects of their identity typically have a fairly strong sense of who they are. And this is what we'll consider your personal identity, okay? What makes you unique from everybody else? Likewise, just like you have that personal identity based on different things in your life, if you are a Christian, your identity is in Christ. So what does that mean? It means he has made you in his image, sameness, right? He's made you like him and we identify with his traits. We have some same or similar attributes to Christ, and he made us that way for a reason. Now, don't let this be mistaken to think that we are all mini gods. That's not what I'm saying. We are not one with God. We are not to his level. We do not have his powers. He is ultimate and supreme. The, word will, the world will tell you that you are your own mini god, but we're, we, we're not but we are made in his image. And because we are his, he claims us. We can identify with him. He has put his stamp on us. Isn't that so cool, right? So I want to talk a little bit about your identity in Christ. But first, I want to talk about why is it important? Why isn't identity important? When you really truly know who you are, you build your character and confidence in your abilities. It can give you a sense of belonging as well as individuality. I mean, who wants to be exactly like everybody else, right? Identity 
can help you identify your gifts and skills and be okay that they may not be the same as everyone else's, but they can work together with others. Knowing your identity in Christ is most important because it's through him that all these things flow. And I think that's one thing that's really cool about the church if we do it right. What's important is knowing that we all come with different skills and different gifts and God gave each of them to us. They're a part of our identity. But if we put them, pull them together, if we put them together, then we can do great things for his kingdom. When you know exactly who you are and, this is important, and you believe it. Then when you are tempted, you will be able to filter through who you are. It's important to know who you are and believe it. When you are lied to, it will be easier to battle those lies because you will know the truths. When the world tells you who you are supposed to be, you can go back to those truths and know without a shadow of a doubt who you actually are. You do not have to fall for the world's definition of identity. The world is so lost when it comes to that. We can't just be who we think we are. We are who God created us to be. Think about this. A royal family identifies with its royal crest or coat of arms. The shield signifies the family's values and what the royalty upholds. And just like the royal family, you are a part of God's royal family. You're a child of God, an heir to the throne. And so you have his crest, royal crest, and his coat of arms. And that shield signifies your family values in Christ. 1 Peter 2.9 says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. So let's take a look at what God's royal coat of arms could look like. Are you excited for this? I am because I want these reminders. A lot of times I need to go back, you know, when I'm starting to feel doubt who I am or struggle with what the world's telling me I should be. Then I realize I got to go back and see who does Christ say I am. And sometimes you may have to do this too. Save this podcast, download it, and come back to it when you need it. Write down these verses, write down all these things of who you are, who you identify with in Christ. So who does Christ say you are? We're going to go straight to the word and look at some verses that will shed light on who you are in Christ. What is your identity in the kingdom of God? First, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139, 14 says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. God carefully crafted every part of you. He created you unique and special all the way to how many hairs you have on your head. Don't question his creativity. He knew exactly what he was doing when he made you. All right. Two, you are God's handiwork. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Again, he brought you into this world for a reason. You are handiwork. You're not a ball of muck that just came into being. He took his time planning and crafting you. Isn't that amazing? Three, you are made in God's image. Genesis 1.27 says, So God created mankind in his own image. 
In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God isn't a mistake, and he didn't create any mistakes. You, my friend, are not a mistake. No, you were made in the image of God. You are his own reflection. He knew what he was doing when he created you, male or female. He created you in his image. Four, you are chosen by him. Isn't that cool? He chose you. John 15, 16 says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. He chose you. He wanted you. You are a prized possession of God. That is a part of your identity. Five, you are appointed by him. Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Again, he carefully crafted you, but he crafted your gifts and your skills and your talents. He knew what he was doing. He formed you before he knew you. Before you were born, he set you apart. He knew exactly what he wanted you to do before you were even a thought in your parents' minds. He set you apart on purpose and for a purpose. Number six, you are redeemed. Ephesians 1, 7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. God didn't leave you to die after the fall of humanity. He didn't give up on you. He didn't give up on Adam and Eve. Through them, another offspring came through Seth. He didn't give up on them. He didn't give up on Moses. He didn't give up on Noah. He didn't give up on David. He didn't give up on any of them. And he didn't give up on you. He redeemed you so you could remain a child of his. So you could keep your identity through him. We could have lost our identity, and we did in the fall of Adam and Eve, but he chose to keep that identity going. He chose to bring his son to redeem us so we could continue to be in his royal family. Number seven, you are made new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Don't let the lies of the enemy deceive you. Don't fall for his lies. That's what he is. He's a liar. The Bible says Satan is a liar and he is darn good at it. He is good at confusion. He's good at destruction. He's good at division. And he is a downright liar. You are not who you once were and you are not the mistakes you've made. Did you hear that? Not only are you not a mistake, you are not the mistakes you have made because we all make them. We're all human. <laughs> we all have been in the fall, right? But Christ has made us new. Romans 6.6 6 says, For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. You have been washed clean by the blood of the lamb and you are set free from your old self. You are new because God has made you new. I think we're on number seven. 
but you're a friend of God. Just soak that in for a second. You are a friend of God. John 15, 15 says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. God wants a true relationship with you. He doesn't just lord over you. He longs for you. He longs to communicate and build a bond with you. He longs for a friendship with you. What kind of God does that? I mean, every other God imitator wants to be the Lord. They want to be the power. They don't, they want to be above you. They want you beneath them. But God wants you to be his friend. Number eight, you are more than a conqueror. Romans 8, 37, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. With God, in his power, you are more. You are confident and courageous and strong enough to do what he has called you to do. God has conquered all and you identify with him. We identify with Christ. We are a part of his royal family. We wear his crest and bear his coat of arms. And because of that, we are more than conquerors. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I love this verse. The world says you are enough. The world says you are worthy. You are as many I am statements as you can think of. But those are lies. You are who Christ called you to be. He has set you apart from the mission he has called you to, and he has equipped you to accomplish anything he desires. Not anything you want, anything he desires. When I create affirmation statements, because I do, I believe that it's important for us to speak truth over our lives. I think about who I am in Christ because I am who I am because of him. So if you ever get confused or you doubt your identity, come back to this episode and listen in to who you are in Christ. You can change the you for I and add in Christ to the end of the statement. So you remember where your true identity comes from. So when we say you are fearfully and wonderfully made, you can take that for yourself and say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made in Christ. It helps you remember whose family you're in, whose crest you bear. You are in God's royal family. So here are some of your I am in Christ statements. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are God's handiwork. You are chosen by him. You are appointed by him. You are redeemed. You are made new. You are a friend of God. You are more than a conqueror. I want you to let that seep in this week. I want you to take it and just write it down. Put it somewhere you where you can see it all the time. Put it on your bathroom mirror. Wherever you're going to see it as a reminder, go back to those things when the world tells you differently who you are because you identify with Christ. Now, Friday, I'm going to share an interview that I had on another podcast. They were interviewing me, 
And it's a place where I get pretty vulnerable about my journey through understanding my own identity and the struggles and challenges I faced trying to be like the world and longing to know who I truly was. We talk a little bit about um, how I fell for a lot of things. I mean, we talk back into high school and college. And uh, I think we go a little bit into my depression story, my eating disorder story, but I don't think you're going to want to miss it. It is so chock full of feeling like lost and self-doubt and um, a lack of a self-image and really understanding the reason I had that is because I really didn't understand who I was in Christ. And especially if you have any girls, like if you have baby girls even, if you have teenage girls, they're going through it right now. At least the teenage girls are, the middle school girls are. So let that seep in. Go check out that story on Friday. I get vulnerable. I get raw. And it was really good. It's going to be a little bit longer of an episode, but it is worth the listen. Also, again, if you're interested in diving deeper, don't forget to head to redhotmindset.com forward slash courses to find the free Uniquely You course that will give you a jumpstart to build confidence in the gifts God has given you and to truly identify who you are in him. Until Friday, in all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes as it's one of the biggest compliments you could give me. If you have any friends or family whom you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Also, if you're not a part of our free Simplicity and Motherhood online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.